you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio. I am Jarrett, also known as Ja, and I am here with John Waldruff, also known as Waldy77. Hello. Yes. How's it going? Hey. Huh? How's it going? Oh, I'm good. Good. <laughs> I'm answer for everybody. Everybody's doing good, I'm sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is episode 10.5. Uh, and as promised, uh, last week on episode 10, I said, you know, we're going to do another episode dedicated to console, which, um, John, uh, Waldy, he plays actually only on console. I play, I play, actually, I can't even say I play primarily on PC, uh, because my time really is split between the two platforms, PC and the PS4. Uh, but yeah, we want to focus a bit more on console and, and, uh, you know, talk about some things we're seeing there. Uh, like I said, this episode, episode 10.5. We are recording this on uh, June 12th. It's going to be out either the 13th or the 14th. Going for the 13th, but maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but let's just kind of hop into here. First of all, the la- John, when you were on episode 8.5, that was after the beta. That was the last time you were on the show, right? Correct. Okay. So the game's been out for a few weeks. What do you what are you thinking now? I think it, it's a very fun game, but it's what I've noticed about it. It's I I need to play it in short bursts. You know, I, I can play it for an hour, then I need to walk away for a while, and then I can come back to it, play for an hour, and then walk away for a while. It's certainly not something I'm going to sit there and play for three or four hours at a time. Uh, the other thing I noticed. Uh, was the amount of frustration. And I think this has to do with the game being such a, a, a team effort type game. Something I've never really experienced before. Uh, you know, doing raids and stuff on Destiny, okay. But uh, when it comes to a PvP format, I guess I'm so used to the idea of everyone doing their own thing. Right. That if it if it didn't work, it didn't work, and then you started a whole new game. And in this case, it, it you're relying so heavily on on you know your snipers taking out turrets, um, certain players taken to the you know Faro taken to the air uh, in certain cases in order to uh, uh, distract uh, these types of players. You know the 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 back and forth. And knowing that the amount of frustration that can build if you have people on your team, whether you're, you know, on a party with them or not, but if they're, if they're not holding up their end, it just gets frustrating and it just makes you mad. And I think that's part of the reason why it's, it's been a game that I haven't been able to sit there and play for a long period of time. 
all at once. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about that before. How you know, after about an hour, or so you feel like you done. I, I have to say though, on PC, I can play for a longer period of time, but it does depend on my group. That's I think that's the thing. It depends on the group. I've played PC for two, three, three hours straight with no problem. Uh, but on console, I will definitely. It is definitely different. It has a different feel to it, and I think it's because the range of skill on console is so wide, or at least it feels like it. Like you will get into a game where people know what they're kind of doing. And then, like, your very next game, it's like you're playing with a bunch of people who've, who've never played a shooter before. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. It, yeah it you'll, have, <laughs> you'll have a, someone using Reinhardt almost as if they're more of a support character instead of, you know, being uh, out front with the shield up and, and pushing the payload. Uh, yeah, and it's like, well, what is that person doing? Why are they doing this? Yeah, I've seen people try to use Reinhardt as like a as like an attacker. I'm like, wow, like this is not gonna work. I think it, it gets a bit more frustrating for me, like when you know I'm on I'm on team chat and I know there are people in the voice channel. They can hear me, and I'm saying, okay, I'm trying to coach them through, help them out, you know, so we can win. And it's like they almost completely ignore you. Um, that, well, I think that, that was that was the experiment that we tried, right? Yeah. And we said, all right, going forward, let's let's go into the game chat. And I think it took a couple nights, two or three nights before we actually heard someone. Yes. We actually heard another voice in the game chat. And uh, as, as luck would have it, that person was actually uh, was a quality player. And we ended up uh, adding him to friend list and we played like the entire Saturday or something with that person. But for the most part, just dead silence other than what sounded to be a, a, a squeaker that I ran into uh, that I was just, just doing some of the training, doing the AI training just so I could get a feel for some of the characters I don't use and hearing some uh, somewhere between seven to 10 year old, just bragging about how good he is in this game. <laughs> and the meanwhile, we're playing AI in which is it's almost like near impossible to die. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I will say, like, when I, during the beta, I had great success with people listening. You know, when, when you're trying to talk to them, like, give them direction, I'll take it. But now it's definitely not the case. Um, yeah, we, so that, that experiment we did, two, I mean, that's the thing, like, I would say 90% of the games, we got no response back. But I don't know, I, I kind of think that being in the team chat is worth it for that 10%. Mm-hmm people who respond back like we did like i said we had the, that guy and his friend who we actually ended up playing with because they were actually talking then we had the guy yesterday who i was insulting so he finally said something back yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then, it was a good experience because i kept i kept hanging on him i kept hanging on him and he finally said like i just killed reinhardt i'm like that's great we need you to kill the Farah. you're the only person who has to reach and then yeah, he started I, killing the Farah, <laughs> and we won <laughs> i i think i uh, well, there was someone else that chimed in and said, all right, I'll lead you guys to victory. And you said <laughs> something to the extent of how so by by doubling up on Tracer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, goes, but you know, he, uh, he changed his character. And then he changed after that. his character after he realized he, someone else already had Tracer. Yes. Yes. And that brings up two points I want to talk about. Um, 
One, let's just talk about the double, uh, you know, the double heroes real quick. Actually, no, let's talk about, we're going to talk about double heroes next. Let's talk about the team chat first, okay? Mm-hmm. Because part of the pro- one of the biggest problems I think consoles or Overwatch on console has is lack of communication. This is, this, the problem is negated on, not negated on PC, but it's lessened on PC because PC has text chat. So if you're not on a microphone or if you're in a group chat, uh, you can always just use text chat. And actually on PC, you can use like Discord, TeamSpeak, stuff like that, and you can uh, be using one of those and have a second bind on your on your keyboard or your mouse to talk in Team Chat whenever you want to. So on PC, it's, it's way less of a problem being sectioned off in group chat, but on console, it's a major major issue. I mean, I, I find it hard to believe that most of the people playing this game are not on comms. Or that the most of the people playing this game are playing it solo. So what I think is happening is that people are getting together with like one friend, maybe two friends, and they're hopping on group chat or they're hopping on party chat. And what happens is now like you and that one friend or your group of three now are talking to each other. But guess what? The other three people on your team can't you can't communicate with them. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know how it is on Xbox. It might be the same thing on Xbox, but I can't speak to it because I don't have Overwatch on Xbox. But on PS4, if you are in a party chat, you can set your party chat to prioritize game chat. You're like, well, we don't want to do that because we don't want to be in game chat the whole time. You won't be. This is not like Destiny, if that's what you're thinking about, because Destiny has fire team chat. So as soon as you turn prioritize game chat on and party chat when you're playing Destiny, it immediately switches over you to fire team chat because fire team chat is always on. However, with Overwatch, when you're out of a match, you will be talking in party chat. And then when you're when you go into a game, you'll automatically be talking in the game. So, um, what I would recommend this is the settings that I have the guys that we play with do. Um, party chat is set to uh, game chat to prioritize game chat. We set group chat for off because there's really no need to have group chat. To be honest with you, if you're gonna be on group chat, you might as well just do party chat. Uh, and then you do team chat auto join. And basically, every time you go into a match, like as soon when you when you get load to, the, to when you load up to the pick your hero screen, the PS4 will automatically switch your chat to the end game chat. And when the match is over, it will switch you back out to the party chat, which I think has been working fine for us, John. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's yeah. been fine. No, yeah, no so, issues. No issues. And I know there's a lot of people out there like, well, I don't want the chat, the, the PS4 chat to be on because I don't want to hear, you know, uh, people calling me faggot or people, you know, saying some type of racist slur or something like that. And I get it. I get that to a degree, especially if you have it happen to you a lot. I mean, I get it. But I, I, at the same time, I will say your, your, your game experience is going to be degraded and you're going to degrade somebody else's game experience. Now, I have not run into... Actually, I haven't run into anybody saying, like, you know, talking shit or um, saying uh, racist things or um, bigoted things or anything like that. If, if anybody's a problem, it's me. No, I, I haven't <laughs> heard anything either. I mean, I remember the first time I played Call of Duty and <laughs> it was, oh my God, the things that are being said right now. That was day one. Yeah, it's yeah. been completely different, um, and I, I, I really think this game, console-wise, is only going to be popular if people communicate with each other, 
or unless they just they just keep going on with you know a, a group of four or five or six, right? Um, and that's where I I see it's it's big weakness if people don't start communicating with each other and they can't say they don't have a mic. I know they have a mic. Yeah. <laughs> the console comes with one. And, you know, I realize some people say, well, you know, I play music in the background. Well, true. I don't want to hear your music. I also don't want to hear, you know, other people in the background or TVs or, or babies or anything. Um, so but I, I know that's not everybody. I know that's not everyone who has a P, uh, PS4. So it's just people choosing not to do it. Unfortunately, this isn't going to be a game that's going to be fun for anybody if they're just logging on and saying, I'll just play it by myself for a little while and see what happens. Yeah, after four or five games, you're going to say, eh, I'm not really interested in playing anymore because I keep, I'm 0 for 5 tonight. Exactly. You're definitely going to have way, way more losses than wins if you're not communicating with each other. Um, actually, the funny thing is, I, th- I think I'm pretty sure on console, I play with a group more frequently than I do on PC, and my console win-loss ratio is higher than my PC uh, <laughs> win-loss ratio. Uh, my my my, uh, my or I should say my win percentage on PC is um, like fifty-three percent, maybe fifty-five percent, while my win um, percentage on console is almost sixty percent. Mm-hmm. But that's because every time I don't play without John, or no, like if I do play without John. I know it's because he's getting on soon. Yeah. Well, I, you know? I think pretty much if if I didn't have Overwatch, you probably wouldn't be playing it on console. Oh, exactly. I was not going to buy it right. um, if you didn't buy it. So you, you are the reason I bought Overwatch on console. <laughs> you know, so. But uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I would just be playing on PC alone. But I, on PC, I think it's, it's just easier to communicate with people in general i i I get the feeling that that kind of environment um i think people are more used to it right they play other games that requires more communication Mm -hmm. um so it kind of goes goes along with that 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 style of play yeah it does to a degree uh, but the other thing I wanted to get into, or one of the other things I wanted to get into, was hero stacking or picking double heroes. Well, both hero stacking and picking double heroes. One of the biggest problems I see on console are people picking heroes that are already in play. And I don't know if that's just because people don't care or if they're not paying attention. Now, once again, on Xbox, I don't know what the bind is for this, but on PS4, if you press down on the touchpad, it will show you who's who. It'll show you if you have a Junkrat. It'll show you if you you have a Hanzo. It'll show you if you have a Tracer. Sometimes you just need to pay attention to the field itself. You know, see, see, you know, if if a Tracer's running behind you or, or, you know, sprinting past you. But we've really got to stop this double hero thing well, I think because from what I've noticed is that in the beginning of the game, if, if it's done in the initial selection, someone will either, whether, whether let's say if it was me and someone else, uh, whether it's me or that other person will, will change it. <laughs> let's be honest. Most of the time when we're playing, it's us right? <laughs> um, because the other person isn't on game chat in order to tell him. Uh, but so normally we start off a, uh, start off a game where everything is okay, 
it's once the game is started, everything goes downhill. That's when no one's noticing that the team are. Someone says, I'm going to use Junkrat. There's already two Junkrats because no one's paying attention to who else is on the team. <laughs> right. Yeah. We see this all the time. Just <laughs> like I said, I don't know if it's because people just aren't paying attention or they don't know that they can. Or sorry, I shouldn't say that, but if they're not paying attention, like they're not checking, or if they don't know that they can check, or if they just don't care. But that's the thing. When, when we, we really need people to start paying attention to who's already on the field. And that would, that should help with your losses, to be honest you know with what you. I, what I think happens is people already, for the most part, have their favorite players to use. And they may start a game out using someone else that they are either unfamiliar with or not as confident with to see how things go because they're trying to you know, fill up all the slots with, with the right type of players, whether it be a builder or a sniper. Mid-game, though, when when you, you have a score, you you're if it's working, they'll stay with it. But it's when things aren't working, I think people will resort to whoever they're most comfortable with. And that is where you'll see some of the more popular players get chosen. Uh, and that's where you'll get the multiple junk rats, uh, the, the pharaohs, um, who, who else would there be? And uh, I, the I tracers, you know, and suddenly you're yeah. like, why do we have three tracers? I understand the logic, but it's still not the, it's still not the thing to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's just that that's really just my theory of what happens is people will resort with the characters that they seem to feel that they do well with thinking oh we're behind uh i do well with tracer so i'm gonna i'm gonna grab tracer they don't even look to see whether or not there's already one it's it's falling into that lone wolf thing again of like oh well you know i do well now granted most likely they still don't do well because of the makeup of the team exactly and that's the thing like when and this is looking at that menu that that shows you this stuff but when your team is having a hard time don't just go with the hero that you're most comfortable with because it may not make a difference. Like, if you're most comfortable with Farah, but they have a widow, a widow on the other team or a Hanzo or Soldier 76 or all three, you know, mm-hmm. that's a really bad pick in that situation. What you got to do is you have to look at what the team has and analyze it kind of like, okay, well, what are their weaknesses? Are they going to be susceptible to somebody who moves fast? Maybe I should go Tracer or Genji. Are they, or do they not have long reach? Maybe I should be a Widow or a Hanzo or a Farah. You know, even Soldier 76 in those situations is pretty good. Uh, you know, are they, are they soft? Are they susceptible to damage? You know, maybe I should go Junkrat. That's, that's what you got you to gotta look at. You got to look at what the other team... Yeah, when when you're losing, you got to look at what the other team is first, and then you have to look at your team and see what we have and see uh, what they have and see where you can fit in to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you got to think critically. It's not just it is not just about hopping in and, and getting the kills. You know, like John said, it's not about being a lone wolf. This isn't uh, Call of Duty or Halo everything in this game is objective-based and it's what you need to be focusing on. I mean, so much to the point that you don't even always have to kill your enemy. You just have to uh, 
you just have to draw them off the objective. Like, I, was I playing with you, uh, John, when I when I tricked that Winston into following me, and we won the game? I can't. Um, was that yesterday? Well, we no, it wasn't we were playing against multiple Winston's. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't yesterday. I think that was a few days before that. But like, there was a Winston on the point. All he had to do was stay on the point until his team got out there, and I got him to follow me. And he <laughs> stepped off the point. Somebody else stood next to the point, and we won. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, there was, uh, you know, you know, I play Azaria a lot, especially on PC. So we had. Um, a game a few weeks ago. Well, actually, I've done it multiple times, but the last time, actually, it's not even a few weeks ago, but I think like last week. And um, basically what I did was, this was on, what map was this? This was on um, uh, New, Bon- New, bon- New, uh, New Bonnie. That's what the, it was on. At the first point, we have like, you know, almost no, well, actually, we have no time left. It's in overtime. And I see the enemy team coming up, the timer is counting down from overtime, and I just blow my alt that sticks them in the same place so they can't get to the objective. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. That's how I stopped them from getting to the point. That's what really matters, is how you uh, use the objective, or how you, uh, you know, it, playing with the objective in mind. That's how you win. You could die a hundred times in a match, and as long as you get the objective done, you still win. Kill, kill death ratio does not matter in this game. Okay. You know, because I'll uh, be honest with you, because they don't even count kills. It's count, it's eliminations. So as long as you spit on somebody, it counts as an elimination when somebody else kills them. So therefore, your KD is always going to be higher. Yeah, I mean, it, for the most part, I mean, if, if you're using Tracer and you notice that your kills were in the teens, I can guarantee you they weren't full kills. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like I'm looking at masteroverwatch.com right now, right? I don't have a single character that is oh, I'm sorry, sorry, no. Mercy for okay, so for me Mercy, Reinhardt and Genji are under 1 KDR. Okay? Mhm. Uh, that's because I'm not really doing a lot of killing those characters, even though Genji, I should be at. Oh, I've only played Genji once, <laughs> so that explains a lot. Um, and other than that, I only have one, two. I only have two characters that are under two, uh, uh, two to one KDR, which are uh, my Zenyatta and my Reaper, surprisingly. But other than that, all of my other characters are above 2 KDR. Actually, most of them are in the threes. Some close to four. But that's because, you know, you're not necessarily... They, don't necessarily, they do count, like, a solo kills. There is a, there is a column or, or a stat for solo kills. Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't appear to do much. It's not really shown in your stats because it's a team-based game. Right. It doesn't matter how many people you solo killed. It just matters, you know, the eliminations are what you want. Uh, whether you get the final blow or somebody else gets the final blow, you know, because it's a team-based game. You know, there's so many ways. That, that, that opens it up for, for, for you to win in so many different ways. I actually won a match during beta because we were on Velasca Industries. A Bastion pops his ult at the last second, and he was going to kill us all. 
and I may just ice walls him in the location he's at. Boom, done, <laughs> game over. Like, didn't kill him, didn't kill his teammates, just blocked him. And that's what you got to remember. Yeah. Well, some of it is just just being smart about it. Don't run into an area by yourself. Mm-hmm. You see the little skulls there. Wait for the rest of your team to to catch up to you, and then go in. You're Absolutely. not going to do anything by yourself. This is not going to happen. Oh yeah, even if you're bashing, by the way, yeah. and I, like you can't be you can't be bashing, run up shooting somebody, and then transform into the gun right in front of their face. They will kill you. Mm-hmm. You just, you're just not that fast. But yeah, if you if you see if you notice that you're by yourself, back away immediately and look for your team. Unless it's something like you know. Unless it's overtime, or maybe you're on defense and you're trying to uh, keep the cart from moving, depending on your class. If you're a tank, you know, mm-hmm. and part of tanking, to be honest with you, it's it's not necessarily killing or even absorbing damage. Tanking, a lot of it's about surviving. To be honest with you, yeah. that's what Diva is all about. I see people try to um, kill Diva all the time. Oh, no, kill like get a bunch of kills with Diva all the time. And if she gets up on you, she can do quite a bit of damage but the way i play diva is i'm just kind of i'm a nuisance i'm either harassing with her um maybe getting into a a, a high spot like to, to take out a Widowmaker or something but a lot of times when i'm on a payload map i'm just dancing around the cart using my uh my abilities that negate damage or allow me to um you know move around so that i can just uh keep the cart from moving but you know that that's that's me being a tank with high health. When I am another class, I don't attack on my own, especially when you're somebody like Tracer or Reaper. In order for Reaper and Tracer to be effective, there has to be other people around. Like their attention has to be focused somewhere else. That's the type of game it is. Most characters in this game, if they get focused, they will die, and that includes high health characters. If you take a Reinhardt in some place by himself full shield even and he is the only person there his full his shield's gonna get focused first and then he's gonna get focused and he's gonna die don't go off by yourself because like, we do see that a whole lot on consoles yeah you know and then you, you just die one at a time over and over and over and over and over again the cycle has to stop man <laughs> save yourself <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I, I just happened to, to look at some of my stats, and um, the one character, I, I have a uh, 2.28 kill, de- kill death ratio. It's because I've, I tend to play conservative. And I, I think there's only one or two players, sorry, two or three players I'm under one. But for the most part, I, I play conservative. I, I know I don't take a chance. If I'm getting hit by someone... Yeah, I'm. I get up and move. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many people I kill because they they. I guess they think that they're going to outshoot me by standing there, and it's like no. I I already started shooting you first, so I'm already ahead of the game, and you're not moving. So yeah, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you get right. up, you move, you move around, um, and when your when your health is low, you get away. Yeah, you find a health pack, and some people are almost like. Um, uh, suicidal almost like oh my health's low so I'll just go die you know, I'll see yeah, if I can kill move. someone else but I'll just go die and uh, I don't know I'd rather you know stay alive and keep using whatever you know kind of perks that my player has to help my other teammates 
That's what you got to do. Everything you do should be for the team. Mm-hmm. And speaking of for the team, um, don't be afraid to switch heroes, which may sound counter to what we were saying earlier. Uh, you know, when, when people are switching heroes and going double heroes, that is an addition to this. And this is more important because I think what happens a lot is that people tend to only switch heroes in a, a panic moment. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're dying over and over and over again, they get frustrated. Bam, they go switch to, to their favorite hero, like John says. Uh, but what really should be happening, if you notice that you're just not pushing in and you're not getting something done, you got to take a look at your, your team comp and the other team comp and see where you should be making changes. To be honest with you. I, 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 I mean, John, you may correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, don't see, I, I don't see a lot of teams switching when the team needs to be switched, including when our group plays. <laughs> <laughs> well, the... I know that I will start changing my player uh, for a couple of reasons. One, if they have someone that, that, you know, let's say uh, I'm Bastion and the other mm-hmm. team has a Widowmaker or a Hanzo and they're keying on me, they're almost looking for me to take me out immediately. I may change my character because uh, they have a counter, especially if they've gotten me a few times already, it's time to try something else. If I can't set up um, two, from a defensive standpoint, uh, I will switch depending on how far the other team has gotten. Uh, if they're coming up to the, to the last part in order to win the match, you know, it's time to, to batten down the hatches. You know, you get ready to, to, um, to, to protect that, that very last zone. And for the most part, you're, you're, you are talking about a bastion and, and maybe some turrets and I got it. Even I can, uh, I see what the, uh, Symmetra, um, turrets do, uh, alone. So it's, there, there's so many different factors of the game. You should be changing your character. I, I don't even see how you, you could really stay with the same character unless you're just, you have complete control over everything. Yeah, if the team comp is working, that's great. But in a lot of cases, <laughs> you know, the team when the team comp isn't working, we just see people not wanting to switch, and that's what they need to switch. Or they think, oh, well, this is happening because this person's not doing their job, or this person's not doing their job. If they would do their job, I'd be able to do my job. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Uh, which, don't get me wrong, to a degree, that could definitely be true. But at the same time, sometimes you just got to work around your team, man. Actually, before this game, I really wasn't uh, big into playing support classes, like classes that healed and stuff like that. I think I'm a much better aggressor or doing damage, um, which I still think is the case. But during Overwatch beta, I realized one thing. I would win way more if I just kept the idiots alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, that became my credit to to Blizzard and making sure that that the support characters, the healers, are felt to be just as important as a soldier seventy six. That what they can do, what they can do, completely change the game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, there's not just one support that's good; it's all of them. 
and I'm surprised. Zenyatta, I would say Zenyatta though is is probably the weakest, but we'll, we, that's a t- that's a conversation for another day. I'm <laughs> I'm surprised. You know, uh, I think initially I thought, oh boy, you know, every game you need to have a healer, and no one's ever going to want to be that healer because, you know, for the most part, your your kills are uh, not as important, right? You're out there to try and do something else. But, and I am surprised how many times we've played in which people will volunteer. Oh, we need a heal. I'll, I'll change. I'll change right now. It's almost like they were looking to be a healer than, than you know, rather focus on being a, an attacker. Um, that has really surprised me. And I think it's because people have enjoyed playing those characters and they get rewarded for it. Um, yeah, the healers get the most cards for sure. Right. You know, and they know what they do can change the entire outcome of the game. Yeah, there's a lot of power being a healer, too. Um, and I think that's something that console players really haven't experienced all that much until now. Like, PC, like people who play MMOs will tell you, man, there's a lot of power being the healer. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot on your shoulders, a lot of responsibility. You get blamed a lot if the team gets wiped and shit like that. But at the same time, there's a lot of power. Like, you need to listen to what I tell you, like, what I say, or you're not getting any heals. Sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that definitely does happen too, but, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. The healers are extremely important in this game. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's just all part of teamwork. And just like, um, your healers need to protect you. They need to heal you. You also need to protect them and make sure they don't die. Like, you know, if I have a healer on me, I try, especially a Zarya, I try my best to make sure that the uh, healer has a bubble around him if somebody chases him. Because that would happen. That happens a lot. When somebody sees you have a healer, mm-hmm. uh, they will go after the healer instead of you first, which right. is the smart move, by the way. It's mm-hmm. not a bad move at all. But that's part of the challenge is that when you see somebody going after a healer, you cannot just stand there <laughs> <laughs> and be like, okay, take those hits. I'll be back. <laughs> You can't, you can't do that and expect for the healer to actually uh, survive, you know. So, but it's, um, yeah, like you got, you got to, you got to switch those healers when needing you. Sometimes you got to play those characters that you may not want to play, but it's all for the best, I think. Like, have you, have you actually played a character, John, that you didn't want to play, but then when you played him, you're like, oh man, I'm pretty awesome at this guy. Uh, in the beginning. Um... I felt that way with Lucio mm-hmm. and, uh, and then finally, you know, reality started to set in because <laughs> again, you know, just be, just because, you know, you have a game or two where you're like, Oh man, not only am I healing, but I'm actually picking up some kills here or there. And then you realize that, you know, there's, there's more variables than that. Just that, you know, even the map that you're on can make the difference. Oh, absolutely. Um, let me think here. Uh, yeah, you, you know, I did. I haven't spent a whole lot of time with Reaper. And yeah. that really surprised me. <laughs> I still haven't gotten down the, hell, the, the whole, like, teleportation thing. But, um, but I, I was surprised that I could get myself in some uh, pretty good positions to really attack. 
and uh, keep the other team at bay and put up some good kills because his gun, his gun has way too much range. <laughs> yeah, I for, think, for you know, is. I'm seeing way more deaths on console from his gun at range than on PC. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, on PC, some of the ranges on console, some of the ranges getting killed with. I would never see that on PC. So I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like if that was a tuning thing they did on purpose. Because console and PC are definitely tuned differently. So, but go, you know, go ahead. I, I interrupted you. No, I mean, that's, I, that's pretty much it. I mean, um, yeah, there's so, there's still a lot of, uh, there's, I, I don't stop using a character just because I have a bad game or two. Because I realize that, that one, it, it takes time to get to know some of these characters, to, to get a feel for them. Uh, even the ones that I do tend to use the most, I'm still trying to get used to them and, and, and how to get the most benefit out of the perks that they have. Um, and part of that is running into other people that use those characters and, and just want, like, ah oh, man, this person knows how to use Genji. Like, crazy. We, we had a game yesterday where I, I swear Genji spent more time in the air than on the ground. And he was near impossible to kill. And it, it, no matter what character I was using, it didn't matter if I, you know, attacked him with, uh, what, with my ult or even, um, you know, rockets, blocked, blocked, sent back at me, you know, killing me easily. He's up in the air. He's climbing up that wall. He's, he's above us. I can't see. Where's he at? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it gets to the point where, like, my God, you know, in the first couple of weeks, it didn't seem like anybody was using Genji. Now suddenly everyone wants to use Genji. And they're, they're, yeah, I think it's the same thing for a lot of people. They're getting used to some of these, the specials that some of these characters bring. Uh, and suddenly, you know, come next week or two weeks from now, it'll be somebody else. And we're going to say, I'm starting to think this character is overpowered. Look what's going on. You know, I, I don't, when it first came out, all you heard was Bastion. And yeah, even Overwatch had to respond to some tweets saying, use these characters, use Widowmaker, use Hanzo, use this person to, to combat Bash. Like they had to tell people to stop complaining and <laughs> use someone else. Um, and then, then it was May. You still hear a little bit about May, but it's, it doesn't seem like it's as much as it was um, uh, two weeks ago. And now, I, I, like, think I see, people I see just, Genji like crazy. What's that? I'm sorry. I think with May, I think people are just starting to get tired of complaining because right. Blizzard has not acknowledged their complaints whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, people have been complaining about May since since the middle of beta. <laughs> right. And Blizzard's just not saying anything. It means that May is playing exactly the way they want her to play. And they don't give a fuck about your feelings on the matter. <laughs> That's what that means. So, yeah, we'll see what happens in another week or two to see what character everyone is using. But uh, I still think that the game is, as much as, you know, we've had people cross that the uh, 100th, 100th level mark and stuff, it's, I still think people are learning different characters. Um, they're, 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 I've played against people using characters I really haven't even spent any time with, and they destroyed me with them. Like, uh, Zenyatta. I, I don't think I've even used them yet. And there are times where I'm like, my God, what this person is doing with him is unbelievable. Yeah, just ev- everywhere I go, I'm just getting destroyed. 
Zinyata's like a quarterback, man. If he can get a good like line in front of him mm-hmm. and keep people from killing him, he is devastating. Devastating. I love Zinyata. He was my main until they nerfed him unnecessarily. It is still ridiculous to me if they did that to him. His nerf was completely unnecessary. And, uh, yeah. Here we are. But mm-hmm. he he used to be my main, now he's not. He's just not viable as a main character anymore. I used to be able to take him almost into any map, you know, and do decent heals and decent damage. Like, he was never a Mercy. He was never a Lucio, you know. But he he had his own thing. I can't wait for him to bring him back. They, they got to do something for him. A lot of people are complaining about that, too, that there's almost no reason to use Zenyatta. Even though last week, during uh, WPR Tips, um, we did talk about using Zenyatta and good situations to use him in. So you might want to check that out toward the end of the podcast. I think we started at the, like, the around the hour mark talking about that. So mm-hmm. you might want to check that out. Not just you, John, but anybody listening that wants to learn about Zenyatta. Actually, last week we did a WPR tips for, um, all the support classes, like choosing the right support. What situations should you choose specific supports in? Right. So. It was a good listen, I have to admit, even though I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you, we were talking about heroes that people thought were OP, um, and I thought that actually went in pretty good to something else I wanted to bring up. And something I'm still seeing, even though we're, we're, seeing, we're definitely seeing Bastion um, destroy, like, you know, Bastion just isn't, isn't the god anymore. People are kind of getting used to him. I am still seeing Bastion get uh tear people up and more so torbjorn right now and i'm seeing a lot of teams have trouble when there's more than one torbjorn well let's we let's tell the listeners let's let them know that yesterday i think in one or two games we played a team that did nothing but torborns yes but i'm not even talking about that particularly because torbjorn having five torbjorns on the part that we lost they have the advantage Basically, we were on Watchpoint Gibraltar. We were a, past the second point during that S part where the mm-hmm. spaceship is up, and um, you had that—that's a choke point. You have to get the, the ship through that choke point, and basically, there's so many places for them to put turrets. It's just you just can't. Like, it's just so difficult. It's extremely difficult to deal with that when there are five torpions. But depending on the map, team, like team stacking is a real problem, and that's another thing Blizzard has not acknowledged. But uh, in a lot of cases, when you have five Torbjorns, three Torbjorns, two Torbjorns, two Bastions, three Bastions, there are ways to to fix that situation. You know, you can remedy that. Um, with Torbjorn, I think the most important thing to remember is that Torbjorn's turret only can only attack 40 meters out. Very, very important that, that you remember that Torbjorn's turret could only attack 40 meters out. Um, because you could use a Widowmaker, a Hanzo, a Zarya, you know, to... Oh, no, Zarya, sorry. A Widowmaker, Hanzo, Soldier 76 at range. If you want to, you can get, like, a Zarya, and you can, you know, pop your bubble get the power up that you get from getting shot, and by the time the bubble comes down, the, the turret's almost gone. Most of the time when I fight a turret as Zarya, if it's a Torb turret, I'm not even at half health by the time the, the turret's dead. And then that health is going to come back to you because half of her health is shield. Um, 
Bastion's a little different with Zarya. Like, there is a chance you might die in an engagement with a Bastion, especially if he's the only per- not the only person shooting at you, mainly because the the barrier can only take 200 damage. The projected barrier that you put on somebody else, that takes 400, but yours only takes 200. Uh, so you gotta keep that in mind. And I think everybody needs to know, if they don't know this, Junkrat was specifically designed to deal with Torbjorn and Bastion. Mm. And he was designed to deal with Bastion when Bastion had his own shield. He's definitely, Junkrat is definitely a viable, um, uh, definitely a viable uh, counter to Bastion and Torbjorn. See, because with Torbjorn, like, the thing about Junkrat is that he can pop his grenades without being seen. You just gotta get the angle right. That's all you gotta do. Get the angle right. And especially if it's in the middle of a fight, like, people barely notice where the grenades are coming from until it's too late. Uh, so with Torb, you'll probably destroy the turrets, at least. With Bastion, at the very least, you'll make a move. If you're making the, um, the grenades explode around him. You'll, you'll make a move. And that's, that, that is a counter. Like I said, you don't always have to get the kills. Obviously, you want to get the kills, but you don't always have to get the kills. And you want to give them the move. But the one thing I don't want to see, or I hate when I see, is we know they have two, three Torbs, and people just run in there. Mm-hmm. Or, or they pick, like, Tracer, because they're waiting to get Tracer's ult. And then, you know, because that is a counter. The Tracer's ult is a counter for the turrets, by the way. But they're waiting in her ult. Like, that's going to take too long, and that's what they're waiting. That's what they're hoping for. Like, a lot of things that enemy teams do is they, they, they're just trying to waste time. You know, yeah, they're just trying to waste time. So they, they think that what, and I've heard this a lot is what well, tracer is fast, <laughs> not fast enough. That turret, <laughs> like Torb's turret. I mean, against Bastion, maybe. But remember, you can only uh, do it three times with Tor, or not Tor, with the tracer. And Bastion's turret, and the Bastion, uh, Torbjorn's turret locks on you immediately, mm. which I think is a problem. I think Torb's turret needs to not lock on you immediately. There needs to be, or I shouldn't say that, not that it can't lock on you immediately, but I think it needs, the, the, the time it takes for the, for the head of the turret to turn needs to be, it needs to be at least one second. Come on, give me, give yeah, me a thousand yeah. milliseconds here. <laughs> and that kind of falls into, uh, I, I kind of feel like the timing is off in regards to some of these characters. It's, or I guess you could say the refresh rate for some of these characters of, um, you know, and I wonder, I I just thought of this uh, this morning. <sighs> the, um, it seems as though, for, for at least from what I've seen, a character will use one of their, spe- Reinhardt will put up a shield, Jorborn will put up um, a turret. Um, May will put up a, you know, an ice wall. Right. The timer then starts. So by the time these things are either destroyed or come down, they're only, uh, in some cases, they're already ready to put up another one. Yeah. I kind of wonder how things would change if the timer didn't start until the the special we'll call it the special the perk was done well some are like that some are not no i will say that blizzard has tweaked the timer on a lot of those um 
on a lot of those abilities so that, you know, it, it may seem like it's counting down right away, but they put additional time on the timer so that, you know, for example, I'm pretty sure it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of, oh man, no, it wasn't Zarya. This somebody who has like a weird timer mm-hmm. when you hit their ability and you see it counting down, but in reality, you have like 10 seconds between the time that you can use your ability and then use it again. I just can't remember who it is right now. Yeah. I, I just, I just kind of feel like I don't mind, you know, characters you having their, their perks and everything, but um, some of them, they're just getting them back so quickly. It's, it's almost like that <laughs> the frequent of use is almost like, is there a timer for this? Cause I can, I can, I swear may just had a shield up for <laughs> just a few <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I definitely know the, uh, I definitely know. And it, it doesn't help that when they die, they automatically get it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Some people do need to have their alts balanced. Like, um, like, uh, I think Hanzo needs to have a bit more of a, his alt balance. Cause you hear his alt go off so much. Like, you know, it's almost like, how is he getting it that fast? And it could be because, he, I mean, because he, obviously he's a Hanzo. He might just be spamming arrows and getting the damage. But, dude, it, it's it's quite ridiculous. Well, uh, that was something else I thought of this morning. It was, was the, as it's building, as the alt is building, you don't have to do anything in order for for it to, 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 to start going, right? You can just be running around. You know, yeah, but it builds slowly. Nah, it, builds. It, it goes it goes slowly, but at the same time, it, it doesn't seem like you need to re, to do much in order for things to speed up. There are times where I'm like, man, I've I've only killed like two people, and I'm three quarters of a way to my <laughs> to my alt, right? You know, <laughs> and, and I sometimes I I kind of wonder, well, you know, maybe it it, it should be more. Uh, calculate a little bit different. Like the speed should be done a little bit differently. Um, because some characters, it does, it does seem to come awfully quickly. Uh, and, and I've noticed this isn't just playing against other people. This is just myself where if it's like, man, I, I'm on a five kill streaks, the beginning of the game. Uh, and I know there's, you know, I, the majority of those were all like mainly my kills uh, percentage wise, you know, uh, and, or like, yeah, there's a multi-kill somewhere in the middle of that. I can understand, hey, yeah, uh, I get it. I can see that why my ult is where it's at uh, already. But then there's other times where it's like, man, I use this player. I haven't even killed anybody. I've just been building up damage, and I'm halfway there already. Right. Yeah, maybe it should be a little bit earned a little bit more. <laughs> I agree. It's the same problem that I have with actually, I will say that it's definitely better than Destiny specials. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Destiny specials just feel so unearned to me. <laughs> Whereas at least this one, you got to work a little bit. <laughs> you well, know? What do you think? Like, what's uh, other than like some unbelievable game that you may have had in Destiny? What'd you get? Maybe two. Two specials out, or two of your, I guess, your ultimates in Destiny in, in the Crucible. Yeah, maybe three. Uh, I would say, I would say definitely three. 
I can give three. I, now, and three. I'm I'm horrible to 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 ask that because I, I there are games where I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't use my super the entire game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm I I'm one of those. Even though there's a hint that comes up in Overwatch that says, and it always shows up for Pharaoh or Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Um, that you know, don't be afraid to use your ultimate. <laughs> waiting for that best moment. <laughs> yeah. And, and unfortunately I'm one of those players where it's like, if I just see one person, I'm not going to use my ultimate. It's when I see like a, at least two, two or more people is when I use my ultimate. So I end up not using it very often. Well, that um, depends on the, that really depends on the, uh, on, on uh, the class that you are. Right. Right. Like, right. Like for example, like when I play as Zenyatta, you know, I'm a healer. My team is just, in general, my team is way more, uh, is way safer, or, or they're gonna have a, um, I'm more useful when I'm alive. Let's put it like that. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm more useful when I'm alive. So sometimes, you know, I don't want to, you know, with other characters, I wouldn't want to pop my alt just to stay alive against one person. But when it comes to, um, Zenyatta, I will definitely pop my alt uh, to stay alive because even if, even if I, you know, lost my alt so I can't do the mass heal for everybody else, I can at least do regular heals and then do the, the damage. So I think it really depends on who uh, you're playing as. Mm-hmm. But yeah, John, you definitely got to use your, <laughs> you gotta use your supers, bro. <laughs> yeah. If you I don't mean, use there your... are times that where, where it just seems like the ultimate is is definitely being used more often than a super was used in Destiny. That's what it just it feels, depending on the character. Depending the on the times character. times I hear yes. Hanzo going off and it's like, oh my God. Because like it's not only that, it's the fact that his, his ultimate just kind of you know, it goes through buildings, goes through, it seems like the majority of the map. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like, his his ultimate is definitely supposed to be, like, a denial of, uh, like, a denial, I don't want to say denial of service, but, like, a, a, he is definitely a denial ult. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, with the supers in, in Destiny, felt very unearned like if you even if you sucked at the game you could get at least three supers in a game mm-hmm. whereas with, with this you really can't but i do feel like some of these characters do get them too fast so i don't even know what brought us in that conversation to be honest that's not on the list folks <laughs> um there is one more thing i want to say and then i'm going to wrap up here uh one thing that i don't think console players are doing are getting on the blizzard forums the only way Blizzard is going to know when something's unbalanced, when there's a problem, I should say it's not the only way, but the biggest way is if people come to the Blizzard forums, okay? Tons of people will go to Reddit and post things on Reddit, but that gets buried so fast. I think if you really want to get something done, if you want to bring it to their attention, go to the Blizzard forums, and there it's actually really easy to track when Blizzard is responding to you, because when they do, it turns into a blue post, if you don't know, uh, and it says Blizz right next to the post. So I would recommend people get on from the consoles, get on the Blizzard forums, and start talking about the game. 
because like, the game should be balanced differently between PC and consoles because of the feel, and some things just won't be fair. Like, you know, if Genji is too agile on console, that's an issue because console has limited mobility. That's just the way it is. So I, I would definitely get on there, but, you know, um, no, don't, uh, don't be a stranger. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> don't be a stranger to the Blizzard forums. Because I don't think a lot of console people are... are are on there because there's a lot of information that I'm telling console people, not just on the podcast, when I talk to them in general, um, that they couldn't, that they would already know if they were in the bulletin form. So yeah, I think that has to do with with the fact they're not used to this. They're not used it, to this. Yes, type of exactly. Game. Well, that's why I'm telling them now. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm telling them now. So, uh, okay. Well, uh, that's gonna bring us to the end of this podcast, this 10.5 podcast. If you didn't know why it was 10.5, it's because we usually do Watchpoint Radio every other week, and when we do an episode in between, that's kind of usually because we had some type of information overflow, or we just had, you know, just want to talk about something uh, specific. Maybe it's kind of like a special edition. Like I brought, you know, I brought John on uh, here so we could talk specifically about console related issues not a regular occurrence but uh, you can catch watchpoint radio every other week usually opposite of wild talk just visit mashlessbuttons.com slash schedule and you can get our full schedule um last week we actually started doing wpr tips obviously we're not doing it this week but we will have a new wpr tips on episode 11 and i don't even know why i'm calling it wpr tips because we're changing the name to watch pointers snazzy right mm. Watch pointers, and you can thank Nick Zellenkevich. I see what you from, did there. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> not me. That's Nick Zellenkevich from Wild Talk. He came up with that in like two seconds. That's why if you need anything named at all ever, you go talk to Nick Zellenkevich of Wild Talk. He will get you a name. So, uh, yeah, we're calling that Watch Pointers, and uh, we will be doing that every episode except this one. Obviously, <laughs> the, the off episodes we won't be doing it. Uh, but thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. Besides Watchpoint Radio, we also have uh, Wild Talk, we, which is a World of Warcraft podcast. We have In Orbit, which is our Destiny podcast. Double Tap, which is our podcast dedicated to fighting games and the FGC. We have uh, Sit Rep Radio. For uh, you Division players out there, you guys still playing Division? Division's going strong, getting patches. It seems, you know, Ubisoft hasn't dumped it yet, so if you like playing Division, you should listen to SitRep Radio. Those guys are, <laughs> are very, very into the Division, and they do a good job. Now, all of our podcasts are on iTunes. They're on Google Play Music, Overcast for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, and we have RSS feeds for every podcast if you just want to grab it and put it into whatever player you want this week it's it's gonna be um a bit packed you know all of the planets have aligned and every single mash those buttons podcast will have an episode out this week so monday you're definitely getting sit rep radio we already had a special edition in orbit come out on saturday because they wanted to get the information out fast so you can listen to that too tuesday you're gonna have wild talk wednesday you're gonna have double tap you're either going to have this episode on Monday or Tuesday. I just, I have to see. <laughs> so, God, you know, John needs time too, you know? So, uh, but you can catch us on Twitter. Uh, dot, you can catch us on Twitter, which is uh, twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash smash those buttons, and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. John, what is your Twitter? Uh, Waldy77Gamer. All right. And I am Ja, oh, so underscore Ja underscore. 
if you want to, please feel free to contact us if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Definitely feel free to contact us. We are open to your suggestions and to your comments. We want to hear what you got to say about the show, so you can contact us on Twitter, on Facebook, SoundCloud. Uh, you can con- There's a contact form on the website. If you want to, you can email us directly, this show directly, at WPR at MashThoseButtons.com. And if you want to help the show in any way, the best way you could possibly help us is to share it with others. Just share it with others, people that you think might like it. And uh, that really is all we can ask you to do, and we really do appreciate that. Uh, before I go, I want to bring up the uh, the group I brought, the Facebook group I brought up on the last podcast, uh, which was called Overwatch Central. It is now called Heroes of Overwatch. And I'm in that group, Jorge from In Orbit's in that group. A bunch of us are in that group. I'm, I'm even sure the guys from Sit Rep Radio are in that group. And uh, we know that's the group we talk. We talk uh, Overwatch in and post dank memes. So <laughs> uh, check it out. We, uh, you know, we love you. Have you? I'd love to have you there. All right, but uh, yeah. So I said thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you on the next episode of Watchpoint Radio. Have a good one.